Welcome to the Shed the Shame podcast. I'm your host, Jenny Whitens, online fitness, nutrition, and mindset coach, personal trainer, entrepreneur, and personal growth advocate. My mission is to help moms shed the shame and guilt around taking time for their own health and wellness so that they can be better for their families and live a guilt-free, happy life. If you are a mom that's looking for inspiration on how to start trusting yourself, how to begin breaking the societal norms of being a successful mom, and start creating the healthy and happy life you've always dreamed of, then this podcast is for you. Let's dive right in and shed the shame. Welcome, everybody, to Shed the Shame. So this episode is a very, very special one. I mean, they're all special, don't get me wrong, but oh, it's been a rough week. It's been a long, rough, emotional week um, for my family, and and I really wanted to dedicate this, this episode to my family because um, we lost someone. We lost someone who who succumbed to their battle with with shame and and pain, a lot of pain and um, and I just want to dedicate this episode to to them, to my family. And in reflecting on this past week and, and the events that that have taken place, I. I really have been thinking long and hard and and reaching deep into how and what I feel about this and and really what I can do to help alleviate some of this pain in my family. And I know that so many others are are going through this too. And I wasn't quite sure how I could do that, but I know that the messages that I put out on this podcast is is a big part of that. And um, I also know that that this episode today is is going to be helpful personally to me in dealing with this grief. So um, so I put a lot of thought and I put a lot of heart and soul into my message today. Because I feel it is so important that we we have this conversation and and I wanted to offer something something more something maybe um, tactical for people not just moms and parents but anyone who's who's dealing with um, you know shame and negative thoughts and mindsets and and depression and anxiety and and just feeling alone and not knowing what if anything that they can do in life to feel better and what I came up with was thinking of some ideas to help people release guilt and shame because I feel an important part of this conversation is we don't have those tools and that is why people are hurting themselves because they don't know what to do. 
And um, if I can, if I can provide anything to help anyone, just one person, that's why I'm here. And so I first kind of wanted to put a little disclaimer on here. In my last episode, um, episode two, I I recorded and edited and pushed that podcast out before any of the events um, of last week occurred. And um, I was very, like, struck with how, with what I talked about in last week's episode. Um, I discussed one of my lines in the podcast is that guilt and shame is literally killing our friends and family. And unbeknownst to me, that had happened in my family. And um, I had no clue of the events that had transpired. And I know now that I feel very deeply and very connected to my message and that this is where I'm supposed to be and what I'm supposed to be doing. And I need to be helping more people. So to get right into it, um, today I wanted to talk about ideas to release guilt and shame. Some of the things I came up with when I first started writing this were um, more aimed towards moms. But really this can be beneficial to anyone. So the first thing um, I have listed is... To find and do one free thing for yourself each week. If you're feeling low and you're feeling bad about yourself and you're feeling um, disconnected, you need an avenue back to reconnect with yourself. And one way to do that is just by doing one like free, simple thing. You don't have to spend any money on it. Um, you can just... Take a bath and give yourself some time to relax. Read. Journal. Sometimes journaling is really hard and difficult, but there's some great some great websites and things out there that, that can help you with that. And they're free. If you just Google uh, journaling prompts, it can be anything. You can you you and you don't have to journal about anything personal or Um, anything that you're going through, but journaling is such a powerful outlet for anyone who does it. But I highly suggest doing something that you enjoy, but the main thing is that you go into it with the intention that you're committing that time to yourself and it is for you and you must be okay with that because it will make you better. It will give your brain a break. It will give your emotions a break. It will give you some rebooting time. And that is so, so, so essentially important to anyone in dealing with stress and anxiety and depression and guilt and shame. Dedicating time to yourself to just B. Meditating and yoga are, are super powerful ways also to reconnect with yourself. I mean, some people 
find it very cathartic just to, uh, this was true for me as a kid, like just to shoot around a basketball, you know, throw a ball. Like if you, if you're a guy and you, you enjoy throwing a baseball, by all means, figure out how to do that and make it happen. Something that's powerfully cathartic for my husband is golf. And I wish I would have realized that sooner in our relationship. It would have alleviated a lot of tension and stress and angst in certain situations. But as soon as I came to the realization that golf actually makes him a better person because it's an outlet for him to just relax and reconnect with himself because he's very passionate and loves to do it. I took that mindset and that approach and that perspective to that hobby for him. And it has made a huge difference in our relationship. It's, it's been a game changer, quite honestly. So that's my first tip is, is to dedicate some time to do, to doing one free thing for yourself. If you can't do it every day, at least once a week. Okay. And work to doing something once per day for yourself. So my next idea in releasing guilt and shame revolves around your communication with your partner um, or your friends and family members. A lot of times they have no idea that we're choosing not to dedicate time to making ourselves better and we, we need to do that. We need to communicate that and explain just how important it is to, to perform self-care. So really sitting down and having that conversation and explaining to your significant other and even your kids how important it is to you to take time away to, you know, so you can just be you and, and, and relax and, and reboot and refresh. That is very important because a lot of times they really don't understand how important and what it really means to you. And that might be a source of your shame and guilt because you feel you're being shamed and you feel guilty. Um, You feel you're being shamed from family members uh, when you want to take time away for yourself. So really connecting deeply and explaining to them, sitting them down and really explaining how important it is to you to be able to do that and not feel shame from them, but to rather have their support in that situation is crucial. And it can be as simple as, you know, it would really help me if, if you supported me on this because it will contribute to my overall wellness and and happiness. And I'll feel so much better about myself. And I know that I would be able to then show, show you and show our kids, um, how I can be a better mom or be a better parent, or whoever, you know, whoever you're discussing this with. Uh, Really break it down, and just have that honest conversation. So that's tip number two. Tip number three uh, for releasing guilt and shame is have someone outside of your family that you can talk to, a friend, a comrade, that you can connect with and empathize with, so you don't feel alone. Everyone needs emotional support. And if you don't feel like you have someone like that in your life, reach out to me. I can be that someone for you. I'd be happy to be that someone for you. But if you don't have a confidant that 
you can rely on to connect with someone who can say, yeah, me too. And you can be a me too person for someone else. Then you need to find that someone as soon as possible. That's my assignment for you. That's my homework for you. Reach out and look for someone to connect with, someone that you can trust. And if you need to start with a family member or your spouse, that's great too. But it is important to be able to talk about different things in life with someone other than a significant other or a family member. Because sometimes family members just have, they know too much and they have prejudgments, right? And sometimes that can be more of a hindrance than than helpful to you. So work on finding someone that you trust inside and out that you can talk to and connect with. All right, my next idea on releasing guilt and shame. This is a tough one, but it is essential for your mental health and for your overall wellness. And it's something that I personally have just recently been practicing very hard on. (laughs) And that is allowing yourself to actually feel your emotions. Because here's the thing, you need to feel in order to heal so that you can release. Sometimes we don't even know that we need to release or feel emotions. Like we're suppressing emotions and it's become such a habit that we don't even realize we're doing it. That is what I have discovered with myself personally. One of the things that I have discovered that I do when I'm trying to suppress an emotion is... And this might be true for other people too. I've noticed it in my family. I think it's a family trait. I think, well, not even just a family trait, but we learn it from our family. We learn it from our environment and growing up. So let's say someone asks me a tough question or something tough that happened. A lot of times I will default to making a joke and laughing. And that provides me the opportunity to avoid really thinking about the deep answer and feeling the pain or the conflict that is embedded in that answer. And I had no idea I was even doing this. And it was pointed out to me by one of my coaches. And I was like, holy shit, I do do that. And then I started noticing it and other people, especially family members. And I was like, holy shit, we all do this. Like we hide from those emotions by, because it feels awkward, right? Like you, there's something weird happening. There's someone asks you something or you're talking about something and, and it's like painful or it's awkward. So you like make a quick joke and laugh and, and get through it that way. And really all that is, is a coping mechanism to get around feeling the pain connected with the situation because it sucks to feel pain, right? We don't want to feel it. So we develop these workarounds in order to avoid it. And we learn it from, from growing up from our families and from our environments. We figure out that, oh, well, that's a good way to avoid feeling like shit. So let's do that instead. And we get good at it because we keep practicing it and doing it more and more and more. And pretty soon it just becomes automatic and we're suppressing a lot of feelings that we don't even realize we're suppressing. So I challenge you to figure out 
some of your coping mechanisms that when you're triggered to feel something that's hard to feel, identify what you do in place of that. Some people eat when they're triggered. Some people, like I said, like I joke around. Some people totally avoid the conversation whatsoever and change the subject. Um, I don't know. There's a million things you could probably, you can probably identify some of the things that you might do if you do this. But the, the key tip here on, on how to release the guilt and shame for things is to actually feel what, what your body, what your, your soul, what your mind needs to feel. That is how to navigate those emotions and connect with them and then eventually release them and you feel so much better. I can't even tell you how much better I've felt mentally and emotionally since I've been working on connecting with these feelings and it allows me to release them. Hey moms, I wanted to interrupt this podcast for a special message. Man, where are you at in life right now? How are you feeling? Are you just exhausted with exerting so much of your energy for everyone else except yourself? Why do we do that? What I want to connect with you on is that I get it. I get that you're a busy mom. I get that you work your tail off day in and day out and you have little to zero time for yourself. But here's the thing. If you're unhappy and you feel stuck and you just don't even know what to do or where to turn and how to get unstuck, I have a message for you. First of all, you deserve to be truly happy and in love with your life. But in order to be happy, you have to do things that make you happy and bring you joy. And to figure that out, you need to reconnect with yourself and start working on reconnecting with your body physically and emotionally. And one way to do that I think the best way to do that is through my Holy Fit program. In this program, I teach you healthy habit hacks to get you not just physically fit and losing weight, because let's face it, yeah, you might be unhappy with your weight right now, but that's not the big issue. The big issue is you want to feel like you again. You want to reconnect with who you are and who you were meant to be. You want to be the absolute best for your family. And you want to show them how to do it and be the example. You just have no idea where to start or how to do it and how to fit it into your crazy schedule. That is the heart and soul of Holy Fit. I teach you how to give yourself time, how to commit healthy habits to yourself so they stick, and to reconnect so you can realign and center yourself and feel that balance that you've been lacking. If this sounds like exactly what you need to not only get back on track with your fitness and nutrition, because yeah, that's part of it too, but to really reconnect with who you are as a person and feel excited for life and to skyrocket your self-confidence and feel comfortable in your skin again, then Holy Fit is probably for you. If you're interested in this program and you're thinking, this sounds like what I need. It sounds like the missing link in life and is what I want to get my life back and my identity back, then you need to reach out to me. You can email me at jwhitens at gmail.com or reach out to me on Instagram. Direct message me on there. My handle is at jen.w or find me on Facebook. 
Jenny Whiten's on Facebook. Any of those avenues, we can connect and honestly just have a conversation about where you're at, where you want to be, and if Holy Fit is a fit for you. So the next idea to release guilt and shame is this is kind of a long one and it goes a little bit with the first one that that I mentioned, but I'm going to go a little bit more into detail on this one and talk a little bit more on why it's so important. This one I think is the most, one of the most, well, they're all important. You need to do something that aligns with who you are as a person, okay? Not who you are like in life, like... I'm a mom, I'm a wife, I'm a teacher, nurse, whatever your occupation is. And the reason I came up with this one is because one of my clients on one of our coaching calls said something that struck me so hard. I wrote it down immediately after she said it because I knew I had to talk about this. She was she was discussing how she was getting away for the weekend with some of her girlfriends. Well, this was after she had she had gone on her her little girl weekend getaway. And I had asked her, you know, how it was and we were talking about it and and she said it was really good because it gave me the opportunity to be me. I wasn't a mom, I wasn't a wife, I was just me. So I want you to really think about that. And this might be super hard for you to do, especially if you're a stressed out, exhausted, hardworking, full-time working mom or anyone. I mean, this just doesn't apply to moms, but who were you before all of the obligations in life took over? Who were you before you had kids? before you had a career, that's really hard to connect with. Because, you know, for a couple of different reasons, because it might have been a really long time ago. You might have felt like that was another life. And, of course, we've, we evolve and change over time. So you might not even resonate with that person that you used to be, which might be a really good thing. You know, maybe you used to be a total asshole, I don't know. And you've changed for the better, and that's great. But I'm not necessarily talking about that. We've all evolved and changed for the better. I more want you to connect with what did you used to do for fun that you haven't done in ages? What brings you freaking joy and makes you feel like you? When I wrote this question down, I was actually thinking about the answer. And it was really hard for me to think of some things because I've spent such a huge chunk of my life trying to appease others and do what I thought I was supposed to be doing. That I'm not sure I did a whole lot of stuff that resonated with who I was on the inside because I'm not sure I really knew. Quite honestly, like I'm just figuring that shit out now. And that might that might speak to you. But there might be those things that you used to do that allowed you to kind of forget about the outside world for a while and just have fun and be yourself. Like maybe you were in a sports league or something with some friends. I, you know, I don't know, any activity that you just loved to do. So as moms, not just as moms, but as, as parents, as professionals, as busy adults, we often lose our identity when we have a family and have all these adult obligations. But doing things that align with who you are on the inside, in your soul, without all that other stuff going on in life, it helps you recenter. It aligns you back to your identity and and really like your 
like who you are and what you believe in and your sense of self and your morals and what your purpose and what your passions are. And here's the thing. I understand this too. Like if you're not sure what brings you joy or alignment, I have witnessed and it, it is part of the reason on why I do this and I do what I do. I, you know, I do wellness coaching and I, I have launched this podcast is because I know that especially women, we completely lose who we are in the process of becoming a parent and trying to figure life out. But you don't even get the opportunity to figure life out. You're just like treading water, right? You're just trying to keep your your head above the water because there's always so much shit going on that you're just going from one thing to the next and and you don't even have time to think about what you like or what you don't like or who you are or why you're here and what you want to do. But there are those women too that that is their passion. And I see that. I've seen that in um, in friends and acquaintances too. Once they have children, they're like, I was put on this earth to have my family and take care of my family. And I, I love women who can say that and mean it. Not the women who say it because they think they need to say it or think they need to show people that they maybe feel that, but the women who truly are passionate about being a mom, those are super moms to me. Like that is incredible. So this piece might not be for you. This this tip might not be for you. But if you're not sure about what brings you joy or alignment, that's totally okay. And I challenge you to take the perspective that it's actually really exciting because you get to explore and try whatever the hell you want to figure it out. And I think that's pretty cool. You just have to give yourself the okay to do that. You know, follow those other tips that I mentioned, like explaining to your significant other, your partner, the important people in your life, how important this is to you to do different things and go out and explore. And, you know, and you might want to do things like going to concerts, doing art. Maybe you used to like dabble in art and paint a little bit or something, or you have an interest in that. Do it. Or you are interested in how, like, I don't know, refinishing furniture. Like I've seen people do that and they're really good at it and they love it. I think I've done that like twice and I'm like, no, not for me. I'd rather go buy a piece of furniture than spend all that time and energy, quite honestly. But that's me. Someone else finds that therapeutic. Other people really find joy and connection in volunteering. Look for volunteer opportunities that you can try. It's not forever. That's the cool thing about this. Like you can just dabble and try something. And if you connect with it and it makes you feel good, then do it some more. If you don't, then don't do it. Go try something else. And maybe you're just a dabbler. Maybe you like to try new different things all the time. That's okay. You don't have to find one thing that lights you up. Maybe what lights you up is exploring new things all the time. Embrace that. Do that. And be an example for others to do that. Some other ideas I came up with is, you know, like dance classes or hell, you can just have a little, your own dance party every day in your bedroom. Lock yourself in there, lock your kids out, go in the bedroom, crank the tunes and have at it, man. Like dance your freaking heart out. That might bring you ultimate joy. Music in general for me is super therapeutic. I listen to all types of music and 
it just, for some reason, I really connect with music and really get into it and I can zone and focus in on what I'm doing or what I'm thinking about or like I can just sit and let the music flow right through me. It's, I love it. And even sometimes for me, um, or other, other people, another thing you can do is learn, learn an instrument. I like diving into learning and doing different things. And that, that process of being in flow with the creative process is, um, really helps you to relax and find another part of who you are. I don't know, a couple other ideas I had is starting a blog, uh, creating a collection. Maybe you like to collect some stuff and you want to get back to that. As long as you're not like my kids and you like find garbage on the street and think you can add that to your personal treasure collection. (laughs) Does anyone else have that problem? Oh man. Um, And travel, like spontaneous travel. Some people just hop in the car and like go for the day and just do whatever. Make time for yourself to to do something that brings you excitement and joy so you can reconnect with who you are besides mom, besides wife, besides, you know, partner, significant other or coworker or whatever your job title is. You need something that is uniquely yours because you are unique and you have your own identity. And when you reconnect with your own identity and who you are, you find more meaning and purpose and love and beauty in life. So those are the five tips that I have to help you release guilt and shame in life. And you're basically giving time back to yourself and make sure you do it with the intention of making that time specifically for you to do what you love and enjoy. I really think that if you start implementing these things, doing one little free thing for yourself at least once a week or once per day, having a a deep conversation to really explain to your significant other how important it is for you to, to practice some of these things, having a friend you can talk to and empathize with to be on your team and offer love and support to them as well as them to you, allowing yourself to actually feel your emotions so that you can heal and eventually release some of the pain and angst you might be feeling. And then lastly, finding, doing, or creating something to do that aligns with who you are as a person and not who you are to everyone else. Those are the five ideas that I think if you really start implementing those, you will truly, truly be on your way to upping your mindset, upping your game, and shedding the shame. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Shed the Shame. If you liked what you heard today, I'd love if you subscribe to my podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. And please, Share it with anyone that you think it would resonate with. If you feel so inspired to, please leave me a review on iTunes and share this episode on Facebook or Instagram. I greatly, greatly appreciate your love and support.